Welcome back to the Paul Penna podcast. Uh, longtime board member and parent, but I think the most fun thing I do at school is um, do this podcast because I get to see people talk to them about what's going on. And Adina and Michelle and Amy, thank you all for making yourselves available today. Today we're going to talk about specifically around SK. And um, Amy, any sort of lead in that you want to give before we get to Adina? It's been so exciting the last few weeks. The prospective SK families have been coming through the school. Yesterday, we had 11 little possible SKers in our library playing with blocks and Legos and reading stories in a mini circle time, and they're so little. And it's just been wonderful to see this class come together. And even in these few short weeks, they're walking into school independently and they're gaining so much confidence. And SK is such a special time in child development and in our school. And I'm excited to talk about SK and learn more about what makes it magical and the teaching staff that makes it so. So I'm glad that Adina and Michelle are here in conversation with us today. Me as well. And when you were talking about um, prospective students in the library, I think Adina was smiling. And Adina, so let's start there. Like, wh what do you love about teaching SK? This year is extra special because it's a first for both of us. It's my first year doing SK, and it's the first year that, you know, our new students are experiencing a huge transition uh, from JK. I think what I've learned so far and what I love most, and this could change because it's still pretty early in the year, but I love that every child is different. Um, like I learned really quickly that there's no like stereotype that they fit into. There's no sporty, there's no quiet, there's no academic. They all really just have different backgrounds and you can see how they grow in all sorts of ways. And I'm really looking forward to supporting them in their home life relationships, in their relationships with their peers, with their academic work and finding a way that works with each individual because there's no one set, um, there's no one set teaching method. So it's a really, I think an important year for me to really just think about how I can cater to differences and, and it makes teaching really enjoyable because it's never the same every day. They're our littlest. They have this innocence about them and they're looking at this school and Jewish holidays and teachers and friends for the very first time. And as an adult, it's an amazing experience, even a, as an educator, to sort of view the world through their eyes. So every time I teach Rosh Hashanah, for example, I'm remembering that actually I'm looking at it through their eyes, all of this knowledge and all of these ideas that I have, I've got to go way down right to the roots and sort of do that. So it's just, it's incredibly special. And to watch their development from September to June, we always say, oh my gosh, they, they've actually become these little people. So it's, it's, it's amazing. It's also new for them as a group of people together, whether they are right, five, six, seven, no matter what age, when they come together as a new group, and that must take I don't know, a few days, a few weeks to work out and how that relationship works with you as well. Like it's, it's, it's everything is fresh and new. Right. I would say weeks, like months, like community <laughs> building, even a year, like community building happens every day, all day throughout the year, especially, you know, coming into a new space is that extra added component. So, you know, we do a lot of um, team building. We do a lot of working in pairs, even learning to work independently is a huge, is a huge transition. And, you know, it's a lot of 
play base and understanding what works for you. How is it going to work with with other students in the class? And I just want to add that it's also really nice that we get opportunities to, you know, we can go upstairs. We have reading buzzies with um, with grade three. We are going to do some Shabbat programs, even with the JK class downstairs to really just kind of capitalize on this like new experience for them. And even though they're the youngest, they can also be role models to the students coming in from downstairs. They already have a new Shabbat service routine. And so I'm really looking forward to just seeing how they, how, what they've learned so far with their community building shapes, um, shapes them for like the rest of their Paul Penna life. I want to sort of drill down a little bit more. I think like, can you describe sort of the SK core curriculum as sort of we talk about it at Paul Penna and like the foundational skill building we see in a couple of units that you're sort of, are, you're putting together? We for sure have a very integrated curriculum. Like I would say September, October is very um, Jewish holiday focused, but that doesn't mean that I can't introduce our unit study on families. So for example, an integration that can come in is what kind of Jewish holiday traditions for Rosh Hashanah do you have in your family and how does that differ from somebody else, right? It ties back to that every student is different and we can learn from all these differences and maybe incorporate these new learnings into, you know, our family traditions at home. And in addition to that, I think beyond the integration, we also, um, one of our core values is place. And I think being downtown is really important when we touch on our seasons unit and our natural environment unit, we can go outside, we can experience what it's like to be downtown next to parks, next to construction. We can, when we talk about ourselves and um, how we grow at the end of the year and our emotions, um, we can go outside and look at the differences that we see around us. And we are just so lucky to be surrounded by a space and a place that has so many uh, learning opportunities. So when we think about what the SK program is about, it's a lot of integration. It's a lot of working together with Hebrew, and it's really going beyond the, the school walls and using our place as a place for learning. Adina, I feel like I heard something about teachers being trained and um, sounds right. Can you describe sort of what that is and how it sort of comes to life? Yeah, for sure. So I'm so lucky to be one of the few um, teachers here who has been recently uh, trained in the Sounds Right program. It's a really big shift from um, thinking about reading and writing. So the conceptual knowledge that happens is basically broken down into four big ideas. The first being that letters are symbols that represent sounds. The second one being is that a sound may be spelled by one, two, three, or more letters. The third being that the sound can be spelt in more than one way. And number four being that many spellings can represent more than one sound. So it really takes these four big ideas and it blends skills like blending, segmenting, phoning manipulation, and it helps evolve reading and spelling simultaneously. And this happens really nicely in tandem with um, the handwriting without tears program that we also use. And what's really cool about the program is that it can literally start from the first day of school. And it's really just using students' exploration of learning and building it into the reading program. So thinking about the word Lego, for example, instead of being like, what letters are in Lego, you say, what are the sounds you hear in Lego? And a student will say, ooh, eh, g 
oh. And then you'll say, okay, where else do you hear those sounds? And then somebody will say, oh, in the word go. I want to sort of, if you can, so describe the SK Hebrew program and like what students will be learning during the first year of Hebrew and sort of how they start to form those connections you're talking about to their Jewish identity. Our Hebrew program in SK is really what I call Hebrew 101. So we look at language. For example, we start we learn each and every letter. We've decided here in terms of our own pedagogy that actually teaching the Hebrew Aleph Bet from Aleph to Tav in the same order isn't necessarily going to be as effective for our little learners. So what we do is we actually take the letters, each and every one, and we find a place to hook it into our curriculum so that this letter that you're learning in isolation actually relates to these larger concepts. So we start with the letter Reish. Reish is for Rosh, the head, head of the year. And there we go. You got it. There we go. We're, we're tying right into this concept of Rosh Hashanah, whereas if we took the letter Reish and tried to teach it outside of that, it may not sort of stick um, contextually with them as well. <clears throat> in terms of Jewish identity, I think that's really the big one. And our Jewish identity is through holidays, through the Parsha stories, and certainly through Shabbat. And the focus is how do I celebrate the Jewish holidays? How does my family celebrate Sukkot? And there's this real celebration of we all celebrate in beautiful, different ways. And each and every one of those ways is um is magical. And the other big piece is integration. I'm constantly working with Adina, planning, looking together, where can we overlap if we're going to do um, an activity, a flag, for example, that we're doing today about Simchat Torah, how can we have a Hebrew language, English integration? So I think that just helps bring it to life. How do you think that translates either that way of learning or that way of learning Hebrew contextually, like with the rest of their, their learning as they move on to grade one, two, three, and beyond? We are we are unbelievably lucky at the school to be amongst a group of faculty and educators and administrators that are always talking about experiential learning, that the more we can give kids to actually experience, the better it will sit with them and the better they'll be able to sort of understand it. So when we talk about Arimon, just because we're, you know, sort of in the Jewish holidays. Now we can talk about Arimon and I can show you a picture of Arimon, but when we actually bring it into the classroom and they can touch it and smell it and open it and paint stamp with it. Now this idea of all these little seeds inside the Arimon is little mitzvot. They actually get to see those little seeds and they begin to think about, oh, this little seed was when I held the door open for Principal Amio and this little seed was a mitzvah that I did for Mora Dina when I sharpened her pencil. So really building in those actual experiences. Beyond just being the youngest, I think it's really important that we as an SK team instill the core values of what it means to be at Paul Penna. It's beyond Judaics. It's beyond academic. When I think about Paul Penna, I think about it beyond just graduating grade eight. And that's the first year I can say beyond grade eight, right? We think about alumni. We think about how we're going to give back to the school, you know, especially this being our 25th year. Um, it really means, you know, kind of spending your life here and, and thinking about ways that you can give back to a school that's going to give everything to you, right? Everything from peer relationships, from Jewish values, from customs, traditions, for holidays, academic learning, community involvement, um, holidays beyond just the Judaics, right? So really thinking about how 
when you graduate in grade eight and you go off to wherever you go, private school, Jewish school, wherever it may be, how you can continue to give back to those new SK students that might be um, coming in in that year that you're leaving. So I really think it's about building relationships and fostering those relationships. Is there something as you look sort of either now or through the end of the year that you're excited about or is your favorite sort of SK unit that you get to sort of teach? You know, it's looking sort of really, really far down the tunnel, but I talked about looking at the students from September to June. So in June, we have this magical ceremony called Moving Up, where we celebrate all the accomplishments of these amazing kids. Um, it's going to be incredible to have um, parents again back in our building, celebrating these kids, looking back at their learning. So for me, that's always, always a highlight of the year where they come marching down the aisle in their little graduation hats and little bouquets of flowers. And um, so for me, that's certainly a highlight. I love it. I want to thank you for joining us here today because it's a busy day, of course, but thank you for making time for the podcast. Amy, this was great. And here the kids gain so much independence right away. You know, all of our SKs are now walking up to school, up all those stairs independently, and they know where to go and they hang up their coats and they're learning. We have families saying to us that they just can't believe the learning that has come home for the holidays and the excitement that their kids are talking about literacy, both in English and in Hebrew. Israeli parents commenting on the beautiful accents that their children are already developing. You hear it in Michelle's accent when she, mm -hmm. you know, talks about Rimon and Rosh and Ray. I can't do it. But just all of the ways that it's all coming together so nicely. So, you know, we sit here in October 2022 and we're putting together our class for September 2023. And although we're just at the beginning of this year, it's really exciting to think about next year. And what that will mean for the whole school, but also for that SK class and how we get to know people over the course of this year. So um, late in October, early in November, we'll send out our acceptance letters and then we get to build relationship as we guide these children and their parents uh, into SK for next year. It's an it's, exciting time. It's very, very exciting. And um, it was great to connect with Adina and Michelle too. So thanks for this episode and we will do it again soon.